Here we are, episode number whatever it is anymore. It's kind of been a that <laughs> yes. kind of a summer here, but this is Fired Up with Jake and John. I'm John Doman, joined alongside my buddy, Mike Jakaitis. Also known as Jake. That's where the Jake comes in, and we're, again, our weekly talk about barbecue because, mm-hmm. well, it's what we do at the newsroom anyway. Uh, absolutely. And hey, going back to one of our episodes, I got a present for you. Uh-oh. Oh, yes. If I can find it here in my bag. Is it the empty dish that I brought you from oh, no, last time? <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, that's okay. we, we were talking about smoked flavors, okay? And I want you haven't used this type of wood, so. Uh-oh. Here you go. It is. Tell them the flavor. Oh, the mesquite. Yes, you got to try it. So if you don't like it, you know, that's fine. Hey, no, I'll definitely give that a whirl. I was, uh. Thinking about doing some wings this weekend anyway, so. I wouldn't do that with wings. No? No, maybe more with beef, you know, something like that, because it, it's a really strong, smoky flavor. I mean, you could try it for a little bit, but it, it, it tell you, it's an intense flavor. All right. Well, yeah. No, it's it's definitely going to get used for something, because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's still warm enough to be smoking outside. Yeah, and those chips, Western, work great. It's like two bucks a bag. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Love, love that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and that's what we're talking about today anyway, is, is mm-hmm. what we love, because- I mean, for one, yes, we we just love to to yep. cook our meat in the smoker anyway. But yeah, we we love all kinds of barbecue. But there's some things that you know we like to smoke more than other kinds of meats. And, and that's what we're going to get into today. That's where we're going to get in with some of the guys that we have talked with over the year. But and we've probably touched on it a couple times before. Why do you love doing this kind of stuff? Because I love to eat. You love to eat. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look at our waistlines. <laughs> I mean, that's the answer, I guess. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Good show. Let's wrap it up now. <laughs> exactly. No, it's just something that it's a passion. We just like doing it. And it's funny. You get one thing like for a while, I just love doing wings. But then I found out about pork belly burnt ends. And pork belly, it's essentially it's bacon. And you get this big slab. And I mean, it's like meat candy. You slice it in cubes. You smoke it for a few hours. Take it out. Put some barbecue sauce, a little butter, wrap it in foil, put it back in the smoker, take it out, uncover it, smoke it again for like a few minutes, and it's just awesome. I make I make it for people, and they just love it. All right. Well, you are jumping ahead on the rundown here, which is cool because the the, yeah. the one that we've learned there's there's no formula for barbecue, no, no, no. formula for this show either. No formula for anything. We it. just go. Yeah, we just we're just rolling with it. Go with it. Roll with it. So uh, we we recently had the chance to go all the way up to Leesburg, and and when you're yeah. Uh, a Maryland guy like me, you know. I'm, no, me too. I'm, you know, I live in Germantown. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're close. I'm I'm in I'm in Bowie. You know, yeah. An- it, Annapolis is easy. Leesburg, that's. It still took me almost an hour to get there. That, oh, took me way over an hour <laughs> to get there. Leesburg yeah. is a hike, but we went there to talk to to our guy, Big Kyle, Kyle Norris, yes. Big Kyle's yeah. Barbecue Big- in Chefscape in Leesburg. But you also see him at some of the farmers markets around Northern Virginia. Um, he does some catering as well. And we talked to him about how he got started, and it's a story that I think also resonated with what we do because just a few years ago he was doing the same thing we he, were. He was he was us he was us. And let me tell you, as soon as you walk in, I mean the smell, the aroma, a barbecue. I just I love it. I mean that's any place you walk in there, yes. it just smells the way you want the air to smell it, when it, you're it, hungry. Exactly. And, and, and you know we had to do the uh, the interview first. I'm like, oh, let's eat. <laughs> I was ready to eat. <laughs> and we did get to eat. Yes, but we did. Let, let's hear from him about just sort of how he got started because it's a story that's going to resonate, I think, with you and I and, and everybody else that is sort of the target audience here. Anybody else that would be listening, they're going to see themselves in Big Kyle as well. And and so let, let's start with that. I love the smell of the smoke when I'm smoking meat, and uh, I started out. Uh, doing it because I have a huge family, and uh, I've just loved it ever since. 
So you you were just looking for an easy way to feed a bunch of people. I was looking for an easy way to feed a bunch of people. And I've been feeding them. Like, I have 16 sisters and brothers. My wife has 11. So we're used to feeding big crowds. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you start feeding, you know, your family to this? Well, I built a huge smoke pit in my backyard. And, uh, you know, we always have good get-togethers at the house. And we needed a way to put a bunch of chicken or whatever we're cooking. We needed to cook a lot of it at one time. So I built this smoke pit in the backyard, and then I just started loading chickens on it. I was like, you know what? I could probably put a hog in here. And I ended up putting a hog in there, and that was my first uh, uh, notion of this is what I like to do. I put a hog in here. It came out perfect. I think I'm pretty good at this. What's one of your favorite things to eat? What do you when when you're when you're back there and you got that little sweat glistening off your forehead because it gets hot back there? What what hits the spot for you? What hits the spot for me is probably uh, spare ribs. That that would be my favorite. Okay, not, not baby backs. You like the big. I like I like the St. Louis. Okay, I'm not a big baby back fan, uh, but a lot of people are. Uh, I, I don't particularly. I don't think they taste close to the same i guess it's just personal preference to whoever likes it how do you like to do your ribs up uh i put my rub on it i just put them in the smoker uh i spray a you know a spritzer on it halfway through and i do that a couple times those special mixes i got in there uh and i just let them smoke bone side down i know you don't want to give away the whole recipe the rub and everything you use but is there an ingredient or two that you use that somebody might not necessarily think about when they're putting it in there just so that they can uh, try to come close to replicating it? No. It's, you know, my rub is nothing special. Anybody can make it. It's your regular seasons off the shelf. Uh, like I say, it's brown sugar, garlic, uh, paprika, salt, pepper, mustard, cayenne pepper. That's pretty much it. And cinnamon. Oh, going back to brisket, do, do you do burnt ends? I don't do burn ends unless they're requested. Because people have another, people come to the farmer's market that I'm at and they want to buy burn ends. And what they like to do is just get me to cut all the burnt parts off the brisket, which is not really burn ends. Right. But that's what they like. I, I don't think that tastes good to me as far as that. if you're looking for a burn in, that's not a burn in to me. A burn in is when you cut that whole brisket up and you marinate it and you stick it and you know, you got to babysit those burn ends. And I do know how to make them. Uh, I like them. And uh, if, you know, if you request them as, a, as an order or catering, I'll do it. But for the most part, I don't do it regularly. All right. So what did you think about what he had to, to offer up when we were sitting down to eat there? My goodness. Uh, the brisket. The fat. Oh, my God. You had fatty. thinly sliced. Yes. And it just kind of melted in your mouth. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I can still taste it right now. And the ribs. See, his ribs were were great because they weren't falling off the bone. They had a nice tug to it, great flavor. And uh, you know what I love? The three sauces. The sauce really did stand out to me. And he makes his own sauce. And and we had the one with the uh, with the ghost, ghost pepper. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, we had all three different sauces. The, the, the spicy was just sort of that perfect amount of twang. And even the ghost yeah. pepper, though, hot sauces can be so overpowering. And, and it's kind of like... Kind of like an IPA and a beer, where sometimes whoever's yes. making it just wants That's to. The, yeah, good call. They just yes. want to show off and see how strong they can make it with hops and, and kind of overwhelm you. Right. Just just to, you know, kind of have a measuring contest. 
And and that's not what he did with the ghost pepper. He was able to sort of harness the the spice and the flavor there to make it complement the sauce and the meat. It, it doesn't was, overpower the meat at all. It was all. great. It yes. was great. Oh my goodness, yes. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, so I the was, barbecue was just phenomenal. I was a fan of that. His his, his sauce in in Rob uh, Sonderman at the Federalist Pig, he would dig that sauce too. Oh, absolutely. It's going gonna, gonna to throw some kick oh, at Oh, how, how did your family like the barbecue? The, the price of child care that day was uh, <laughs> bringing some brisket home and it, it did not last very long. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love brisket. I just absolutely love brisket. And we're going to talk more yeah. about that next week. But first, speaking of brisket, somebody that knows how to make brisket, our guy Fernando Gonzalez over at 250 Barbecue. We talked to him about what he loves to do. And, of course, his favorite for himself, is, is, as good as a brisket is, just like Kyle, ribs. Oh, yeah, ribs. So here's what Fernando has to say. That was pretty much the, the most decent meat cut that I was able to find in El Salvador, pork ribs. I remember going to this huge membership market style and they had they had really nice pork ribs um, I started with that I burned a few I learned a lot and then I contacted a a meat market that was importing from 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 the US and then I was able to get you know some pulled pork some uh, turkey you know high quality high quality stuff are ribs still yeah. your favorite thing to smoke, yeah. or do you, what do you like to do now when you're when you're just eating for you and your family? Yeah. Um, I will say, I will say, Salnoy pork ribs. Uh, they're not as small as baby backs, and you can still shine on a cook. Um, if you if you know the basics of barbecue, you can still pull out a great bar, uh, um, a great slab of ribs. This sort of conversation has been one of my favorite things about doing this is talking to all these pitmasters about what they like to cook for themselves too. Because I mean, it's one thing when you're doing it for a restaurant, you've got to sort of have, have a certain way about it. And you're not always going to cook for yourself the way that you got to right. cook for everybody else. Cause you, cause your taste might be a little bit more eclectic, but at the same time, not everybody that you're targeting is going to have that same taste. So when, right. when you're able to do it in your backyard, the way you and I do, you can be a little bit more expressive and more creative. Yeah, yeah. and also with ribs, it doesn't take all day to make. <laughs> I mean, you, you can get good ribs, you know, depending on the, the cut and how much meat on the bones, you can maybe take three or four hours. Maybe it'll take five or six hours, but it's, it's not that long. And so while you're going to associate ribs and, you know, to, to some extent we heard that from some of the pitmasters we talked with, you know, the staples at a barbecue restaurant, the pulled pork and the brisket. Yes. Rarely is, is that something that the pitmasters say they're going to cook for themselves because that's that's what they want. Right. You know, Kyle likes doing the brisket because it's challenging. Yes. Uh, because to, to, to nail it just right, it I mean, it takes some, yeah, I'm, yeah. some expertise. Yes. And we'll get more of the brisket next week but yes it's, again, it, I'm, I'm inconsistent with that yeah everybody is <laughs> yes. so, so again that's next week but i did ask rob sonderman at the federalist pig when, when i went to the fedmobile in hyattsville i asked him what he likes to make for himself as well and he has a long list of things and brisket and pulled pork is not on it but here's what what rob had to say usually when i'm cooking in my backyard i don't want to spend all day uh, at least not anymore now that i've got some kids running around so Doing a big like porterhouse steak that maybe I might, you know, smoke on indirect heat for 45 minutes or so, just to, so that it comes up to temperature slowly and then I flash it on the grill, sort of a reverse sear method. Otherwise, I like cooking baby back ribs just because they cook up faster than spare ribs. I like serving spare ribs because I prefer those over baby back ribs. 
but baby back ribs cook in like maybe a half or two thirds of the time and they are a little bit more forgiving I think um, when you overcook them or even when you undercook them. Um, other than that, you know, I really like skirt steak on the grill. Um, and then pork belly is another one of my favorites to cook on the smoker. Um, obviously that's a little bit fattier, it's not for everybody, but it is one of those meats that, you know, if you overcook it, it's still pretty good. If you undercook it, it's still pretty damn good. Um, and it's sort of gonna be tender like after an hour and still like not mush after like three hours. So it's one of those things that you can sort of screw it up and not really be in too much trouble. Going back to some of the experimentation and what you do at home, what do you do differently um, when you do want to experiment when you're at home? Uh, what, what do you like to try that you can't necessarily try here because you have to worry about consistency? And um, so yeah, I definitely mix woods and charcoal a lot more at home. You know, I've got a whole different slew of um, different kinds of wood chips and wood pellets and, and whole like logs of wood. I, uh, I've worked with a guy out of Norfolk um, to get wood from and he gets all kinds of different wood that he just sort of scavenges for. So I've gotten pear and peach and apple we talked about. Honey locust is another one that he that I've gotten from him that's really interesting. Um, pecan. There's just like, like every wood that's not like basically an evergreen you can pretty much cook on. You know, grapevines, uh, mulberry. Um, so messing around with those sort of things. And then I also um, like to mess around with a little bit more like Asian flavors at home a lot, which we haven't tried too much here, mostly because I'm not sure if it'll sell. But um, last year for Christmas, I did like a sort of a Peking duck style thing on the smoker, where I had like a little bit of a five spice rub, and I smoked the duck for a couple hours and then finished it at really high heat to kind of crisp the skin up. So I like to kind of screw around with sort of more uh, global style kind of flavors rather than just sort of the American palette of barbecue flavors when I'm at home. All right, Jake. So we have heard from a, a lot of good people around the area that are talking about their favorite things to make. You mentioned your pork belly bird ends. Oh, my gosh, what, yes. What else do you like to rock when you're uh, setting up in the backyard there? Uh, well, pulled pork, that, and I'm telling you, that, that bacon, that bacon recommendation, putting it on top of it, oh, my gosh, awesome. People loved it when I made it. I mean, it was just... Incredible. It's a nice extra flavor that you're going to find in your sandwich or, or whatever it is that you don't necessarily expect. But right. when you find it, yeah, I mean, it's a my, treat. Yeah, my go-to is that and also uh, I love doing beef ribs. I, I know I'm jumping ahead <laughs> and we'll get to that uh, next week. But, yeah, I love doing beef ribs. That's my favorite. But right now, um, if I had to rank them in, in order, I would go one, pork belly burnt ends, two, Wow. Ribs or pork butt. I mean, I like I like doing ribs as well because the time, the time, and then maybe wings because it's just so quick. You know what? I, I think, th yeah, the longer stuff, uh, pulled pork is is fun to make and it's fun mm -hmm. to eat, knowing you're gonna have all those leftovers. Right. I get a lot of uh, a lot of happy campers when I do wings, and that's probably the thing that I make the most because you can get a big batch at oh, Costco. Oh yeah, your wings rock. When I was over at your place. <laughs> You know, you made them like, oh my god, these are awesome. We we, we can play with the the spices. There's a um, chipotle lime saw uh, seasoning that I've used. There's different barbecue seasonings. Um, oh yeah, and, and you can always play with new experiments there. Exactly, you, you brine them up and and you can just flavor them in so many different ways. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah, wings and even with ribs, you you can you can you can do so many different things. You can make it sweeter. You can make it spicier. So many things that you can do. 
And and so yeah, so I'm 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 gonna go with wings number one. Anytime I've had people over for a cookout, uh, even when and look, there are a lot of wing recipes out there that I really love. Uh, my neighbor does a great job, and, and so I'm I'm more than happy to share the love and, and say that oh. other people do it better than me. Oh no 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 yeah, you do a great job, and and I use some of those tricks. Like you told me about putting honey on right right before you uh, serve them. Awesome, and I told you if you want crispy. Put them in the air fryer. Yeah, the, the air fryer works. Uh, you know, you can use the broiler as well. That, that, yeah. That's always a, a key way to finish it up is just do something to to flash fry mm-hmm. them or floor them in the broiler. Just get them that little heat going there. Uh, always just comes out really good. Man, and, I should have eaten before we did this. I'm hungry now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Everybody can just go to town on a big plate of wings. And, you know, no matter what you use, I, I think the last time I did wings, I ended up using Myron Mixon's uh, chicken rub from his keto cookbook. And, and, again, the keto cooking is something we're also going to get into yeah. in a few weeks from now. But I used that, and, and they came out. There was a lot of chili powder in that rub, but it still came out really good. I, there's just oh. so many different ways to do oh, it yeah. right. Oh, mention monk fruit because, uh, you know, you can get the, if you don't want all that sugar, monk fruit's a good substitute. Yeah, I throw that on the pulled pork now instead just as a way to cut the sugar out. I mean, look, brown sugar is, is such a great addition to your rub, but – you know, when, when you're trying to be a little bit healthier, then, yeah, you throw the monk fruit on there instead. Yeah. You still get that little that little sweetness to it. And, I mean, it costs it costs more than sugar does, but it, it's a nice little addition. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> so so that, that's where we are, just, you know, a nice midsummer break, talking about the things that we love to do. Hopefully it got you a little bit hungry there. Oh, my goodness, yes. Yes, I'm hungry right now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm. I need to go home and figure out how I'm going to fire something up. <laughs> yes, yes. Do wings. Like, do your wings. They're, they're quick. Yeah, no, that that's a that's a good chance that's going to get done soon here. <laughs> so b- before we wrap up, though, you know, we try to share some advice, share some tips. What do you got for us? Jay? All right, here's a tip. Okay, and this is going to segue into next week's episode. If you're making chili or uh, tacos, take the ground beef, put it in the pan, and smoke it for an hour. Oh my goodness, it is a game changer. Good flavor, good smoky flavor, and uh, you know, I tr- you know, I gave it to my wife and. She's like, wow, this is awesome. Good flavor. And just smoke it. It only takes an hour, 275 an hour. And um, that's it. You smoke it all the way through till it's done? Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. And and if it's not, you can finish it because you got to put it in the pan afterwards when you put the other seasonings on there. Right. Yeah. It, it'll, you'll finish it up in the pan. But yeah, give it a quick, quick hit. Nice way to make some delicious tacos. Oh, just my putting goodness. it in a foil tray. Yeah, foil tray. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Do not put it on the on the grates because yeah, that, you'll have a big mess. Yeah, put it in a foil tray, disposable tray. There we go. All right, so this is another episode of Fired Up with Jake and John. We are now fired up to to yes, go turn our smokers on because yes. when we're recording this, it's about lunchtime, and uh, it, it seems like a good time to bust on out of here and go find some oh, barbecue. Yes, I need some barbecue right now. All right, so take it easy. We'll see you next week. Happy smoking.